Hi. Hi. <laughs> that was <laughs> I less was looking, enthusiastic. Yeah. I was looking at, I was like, is it, it is, okay. It is. Um, Audacity always looks like it has a bit of a lag when it, it starts recording, but it doesn't actually, it's recording you. It just yeah. looks like it hasn't started. It's <laughs> sneaky. I never watch. I just like, let, I just trust you. Yeah, no, I've been dealing with its shit for a long time. And that's, I know. I love Audacity, though, honestly. Like, I'm not going to shill for it because, I don't know, fuck it. But it's free, and I like that about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Plus, like, I don't know, Apple's trying to force me to, like, use whatever fucking shitty-ass recording system they have by making it so that nothing is compatible with my computer in a bit. They're still working on that. Most people are pissed. I'm thinking of just, like, throwing my laptop into a bathtub to take, like, an aesthetic post, like, from way back. Oh, yeah. That's good. Yeah. That I'm, I'm tempted. That should fix everything. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I think I'm just that mad at it, and I'll probably just end up buying a cheap PC at some point just so I can play my video games. Like. At this point – okay, so this is what I'm afraid of because this is going to lead right up to it. Yes. Because this deals with this. Oh, my nose. I'm just going to buy a PC, and we can use that until you get your PC because yeah. – I have to use up my spending account at work. Oh, so you're I'm being of unionized. Money. Okay, is that good? I'm losing my entire spending account. Well, like oh. not the entire thing, but it's going from like oh, shit. a big spending account to a small spending account. That's what being under a union is like. That's weird. Mm-hmm. I you'd think it'd it be depends better. on the union. It depends on like the deal that they. Oh, so basically corporations are like, well, if they're unionized, that's good enough, so we'll just not give them as much. Basically, it's whatever the union negotiates with the organization. Yeah. So this union is not the best union. I'm not going to name it. apparently not, yeah. (laughs) But they aren't great at their negotiations with the organization that I work for. Shocking. And uh, so when you're in this union, you do get like, you get some benefits, union benefits and like, you know, the yearly increment raises and stuff but yeah. but that's what every union gets <laughs> so this yeah. union you just you don't get much of a spending account you don't get much of anything do you get the big do you get the raise like incremental i would get the incremental raise but i think i think i might just leave i think that's fair yeah, yeah so that's my fear is i'm losing my spending account but it also means that i can just buy a laptop and use up my spending account now yeah just you just do it yeah and right? then transfer to another position and it's kind of good that's happens. forcing you to buy one because it's taken it's you a totally long time. It's totally forcing you, really need you to one. do it. I know because because okay, so you get taxed when you use the personal spending account. Oh, and you can get taxed up to a thousand off of a paycheck. What? Not a thousand dollars, but taxed on a thousand dollars. That's terrible. So if I make a big purchase all at once like that. I'm going to get that the taxes yeah. from that taken off of my next paycheck. Oh, that's such a weird scam. I hate organizations. I know. Okay, down. <laughs> With capitalism. <laughs> I'm so fucking done. Okay. So it's not great. So what are you sucks. afraid of? Because I think this hmm. is getting boring for Well, people. for people thinking about taxes, they're like, oh, dang it. Yeah. Well, yeah, I try to put a revolutionary spin on it. I'm afraid, um, hmm, there's a lot of things, but they're kind of serious. Let's see if I can think of more upbeat one that's not yeah. taxes and, and corporations. And unions. And sad about yeah. a sad state of society. Um, let's see. Ah, uh, Fuck. Shit. Fuck. Hmm. Um, fuck. I'm afraid of commissioners not paying on me. on this podcast. Oh, well, I, I didn't. Yeah, it's clean is... language only. Well, fuck is clean. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I like that one. 
I don't know. It's a classic. It's a standby. I <laughs> so, feel like it's anti- like it's just like been such a part of cultural consciousness. It's a, cla- it's a that, classic word. Mm, so mm-hmm. I'm allowed. It's like it's swearing like from like yeah, exactly. <laughs> like I'm allowed. I'm allowed. So what was it your was fear? Done in, uh, I was too busy paying attention to your potty mouth. Ah, oh, shit. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> I forgot. See, this is what God happens. I can't believe it. you distracted. I said it. Whatever it was. You did. So it's gone now. So discuss. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go, guys. You can discuss it for me. Yeah, <laughs> discuss you amongst it. yourselves, and then um, you can come back and give us your feedback. Yeah, do okay, that. So we'll give you some time here. Yeah. Okay, that's good. Okay, are you done? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay, they're probably fine. <laughs> You've got your notes. All right, keep them and report them back to me because I have no memory whatsoever of anything ever. Yeah. I know. No, he doesn't. I mean, no, I literally don't. forgot what he said 30 seconds ago. Yeah, that happens a lot. Sometimes I'll walk into rooms and I'm like, why am I here? But I'll be, I'll stand there for like a long time being like, mm-hmm. oh, I was actually, I actually meant to be in the other room. I forget everything <laughs> too, so it's okay. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. I think it's like something to do with like not having a good quality of sleep ever. So there's that. Mm-hmm. So that's another fear. Oh, this morning. I, my mind tried to wake me up at 830 in the morning. Well, fuck your mind. So I like. I know, fuck my mind. So I went back to sleep and slept till 11. Ha! Ha! So there, brain. Revolution. You bastard. (laughs) Tyrannical force. It is tyrannical force. Oh, man. (sighs) Yeah. Yep. So that's our fears. Um, I actually have a story that relates to my shit for you guys today. We had a request. We had a request. Okay, yes, you do. Yes, I do. I can't believe believe I can't believe you're trying to mislead everyone like this, Andrea. It's not She's a wily one. It's one of those Watch out. (laughs) She'll trick ya. Mm Mm-hmm. Like oh, I don't? Well dang, that's a persuasive argument. I know. Oh, well, I'm going to have to switch up tactics then. I'm really good at this. Yeah, no, master manipulator, Andrea. (laughs) (laughs) Andrea, two scared siblings is her full name. (laughs) It's written on her birth certificate. It is. Yeah, just like secret cousin Ghostbuster. And then we were like, how do we use this? Oh, we make a podcast. Yeah, you know what? We weren't being creative with the title. That's just our name. No. Yeah, Yeah, that's literally our name. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you thought this was clever, you were mistaken. I mean... It's not even that clever otherwise, <laughs> but it's cute, and that's all we need. Yeah. So the request was uh, Ouija boards, like real-life Ouija board encounters that people have had. Yeah. Um, and actually, my beautiful boyfriend sent me a little bit of a blurb about it, so I'm going to pull that up and read it, and it's on my laptop, so I'm going to have to, like, do some gymnastics here. I can shuffle it. Can you feel the gymnastics? Do you like that? hopefully touching the wire. Yeah. It moved a little, so now I stopped because I'm scared. Life is a struggle for us. All right, so here's what happened, and this happened to his grandma. Um, He says she was messing around with one Ouija board in uh, the back of her childhood home by the train tracks with her brother, and they got a name. So they looked it up in the phone book and got the number for a matching last name, and they called it. And the person who answered flipped when they said the name they got. And hung up on them after telling them never to call them again. What? Yeah. So, so this name meant something oh, to them. I wonder if it was like a dead person then. Yeah, someone who had... Like probably they contacted a spirit. Who recently or... And they were like, or... this is my name, Joe Smith. And then I look up Smith. <laughs> that would be a pain if it was to that find the phone book. Yes, You're yeah. going to call like at least 8,000 people. But it's like something like that. And then it, that yep. family member... The family was, knows. They're probably like, hey, can we talk to so-and-so? And they're like... Oh. You know, they think yeah. it's like a prank. 
Yeah. Yeah, and they're like, never call It'd again. It'd be creepy. That's ominous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is ominous, because Ouija boards are used to contact the dead, and that yeah. leads into my other Ouija board tales, of which I have many. I'm not being a very good assistant. No, but to be fair, you <laughs> kind of have to, like, like backflip over me to get I anything know. done in this space. <laughs> I know. So, like, it's fine. It's a tricky space. Yes, so... For everyone interested in Ouija boards, which was a request uh, from one of our patrons, actually. It was, yeah. Yeah, Slanko Miranda. Um, the, here's a uh, brief history of the Ouija board. Ouija boards are used to contact the dead, as I stated, and they actually seem to date back quite far, like even to the spiritual movement in the United States that like occurred after the Civil War, when people were desperate to contact their deceased loved ones who passed in the war. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right? Makes sense. At that time, uh, though, they were usually referred to as talking boards, and they had a variety of appearances. Oh, I've heard of talk- uh, yeah. Yeah, old school Ouija boards. I've heard Ouija of that boards. term for them. Yeah, so the Ouija board as we know it was patented, like, decades later, and it's difficult to know whether to attribute it to a man named Charles Kennard, his name's on the patent, or Elijah Bond, who was a major investor related to the, the board's creation, right? Like, he was all for this, this hmm. board. Um, okay. regardless, it was first advertised in 1891. Like, a lot of people think that's just, like, that Hasbro came up with it in the 90s, but it's actually been around for a while, and they have the I property rights I knew it had been around now. for a while, because I had heard about talking boards, and they used to not be, obviously, like, a car- piece of cardboard made from Hasbro. Yeah, they were, sometimes they were, like, paper and pencil. Sometimes they were that. Sometimes they were, like, this actual, like, wood yeah. Slab, like fancy with like an actual planchette with like a Ouija glass in it and stuff. Yeah. Like they actually, yeah, like Jumanji style yeah. Ouija boards. Like actually <laughs> looked not like plastic and cardboard. If you talk to the wrong dead person, you just get sucked into dust for a while. But it's okay. Yeah. It's a good movie. I don't know. I'm referencing it. Go watch it. Original. I like, <laughs> I like all, both of them. Yeah, I didn't see the new one and I'm biased oh, toward it the original. Oh, good. It was good. I just miss its like bad CGI in the original with the monkeys, where like CGI was had that weird smooth I look seen to it. It's it in too oof. long. Ah, it's been too long since I. Yeah. Anyway, it's Uncanny okay. Valley. But yeah, so some <laughs> say the Ouija name comes from a medium named Helen Peters, who was actually uh, Elijah Bond's sister-in-law, uh, and she had asked the board what it would like to be called, and reported that the phrase Ouija kept coming up on the board as a return to her question. Uh, some people say, though, that the name Ouija came from, like, Europeans translating the sort of yes-no board into we and ja from oh, their differing languages. that makes more sense. Yeah, although... Although, why would it be two different languages? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, that's that's another for thing. For one board. <laughs> Basically, like... And where's the no part? Yeah, isn't ja... It's just we yes. and ja. Yeah, they're both... Well, it's... They're both ja. yes. Yeah. We is French and ja is, like, German? Yeah, or yeah, is it, or I mean, Russian. I think ja I think is like too. a couple oh, no. different. Oh no, wait, da is German. Yeah. So ja is like Russian, maybe. Yeah, I think you maybe. I think. Or it's we got those mixed up. One of those two. Though. I mean, yeah. I don't know. We're so not it's too different. No, but we is French, obviously. So whether those Europeans who translated this were alive or were dead and speaking to Helen from beyond the world of the living is, for obvious reasons, difficult to trace. No, you got to figure it out. Yeah, I'm gonna talk to her. <laughs> She's probably still around, right? She's probably, She'd be like I mean, 200 or something. She'd only be old, but not maybe dead. Yeah, I mean, some cats live really long. <laughs> 
I like to base all my knowledge of everything off cats. So. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, so there's a lot of mystery surrounding this fucking board, but a lot of people have been enjoying or regretting taking out their own boards to see what happens. And here are just a few real-life stories from those who have done just that. Yay! Yeah, so, hmm. Uh. Disappearing board. A lot of these are from Reddit, so this is quoting a post from Reddit user Hammerhands. Hammerhands. That's a good name. <laughs> okay. We were hanging out in a friend's dorm room and busted out the Ouija board. Busted out. As you do. There were a few of us who had used them before, and a few who hadn't, that were quite skeptical. It was about 11pm, and the communication with the board was going quite well. Gary, one of the skeptics, kept calling bullshit to the whole thing. We convinced him to sit on the floor with us and give it a shot. His first question, is this for real or just a bunch of bullshit? The planchette zipped to no. That's not a answer. Yeah, it is. It's no Is it saying bullshit. no to is this for real or no to is this just a bunch of bullshit? Oh, you're right. Just no. It's not a yes, no question. Maybe it's just like no in general. <laughs> I like that. Like, no, like, I how are you today? Name. Nope. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, so fine, he says, still not believing. Prove it. So I guess he took it to me no to the bullshit part. Yeah. Hmm. That makes sense. That's good faith. Maybe some people would. Yeah, so no sooner had he finished the statement when the lights in the room flickered and the building's fire alarm went off. This freaked us all out and we left the room to follow fire alarm procedures. After about 20 minutes, campus safety said it was a false alarm and led us all back into the dorms. When we arrived back up to our friend's room, the Ouija board was gone. No one took it with us and the room was left locked. So it walked away? This is just the disappearing board. Why'd it go away? I don't know, maybe it was just sick of this Gary person. It's just like, that's just it, like, Gary. Fine. I'm so done. You don't believe in this shit? You don't believe in me. I'm out. <laughs> I'm taking my board with me. <laughs> Mine You're now. Supposed to, aren't you supposed to, like, close off the conversations? So maybe they maybe were just like, why. I'm free, and you're not going to get to close it off. Hide the board. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, that's wily of a spirit. Wily spirit. Just yeah, like me. Just like you. Also, the spirit doesn't like potty language, which is why, <laughs> which is why the spirit was fed up with Gary. He's like, excuse me, did you just say the B word? Did you just say did you bull just say... in conjunction with the, the shit word? <laughs> How could you? Oh! <laughs> yeah, they're just really offended. But that is weird. Like, I wonder if they ever found it. Um, all right, so here's another one. Lake Tragedy, quoted from Reddit user The Tree Man. I like these names. Me too. That's good. These are good. Not all of them are, but like these, I mean, I actually, a lot that are all really the ones good. I found Most are good. people are pretty clever. Yeah, most yeah. most people do. Most of the ones I found are. Uh, when I was little, my mom took out a Ouija board and asked my brother if and I if we'd like to play with it. It started out pretty funny. Someone was obviously moving the glass thing, making words like poop and stuff like that in brackets, did I mention we were young enough for that to be hilarious? <laughs> but then my mom said, let's get serious and try to contact someone. It's weird for mom to say. Okay. Oh, so yeah, is... okay. Right? Right? <laughs> so here's where it gets weird. A friend of hers had recently gone missing. He'd been missing for a month or so, and nobody knew where he was. When we asked who it was we were talking to, his name was spelled out. Let's just say it was George, since I genuinely don't remember. When we asked George if he was my mom's friend... He said yes. My mom got visibly upset and asked where he was. In a lake was spelled out. Oh my god. I'm getting creeped out. My eyes are watering. Right? The watery eye creepy out feeling. Oh yeah. Sometimes I cry when I get like a tingle up my spine in yeah. horror movies. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I like that feeling. It's like a weird sad horror. Yeah. Um. So it was extremely upsetting and we stopped immediately. 
Mom tried to be lighthearted about it, and since I was young, I believed it was no big deal as well following her lead. About two weeks later, they found George's body. He'd been hit by some car or train or something on some bridge, and his body fell into the nearby lake, though it was more like a very large pond. It was a reasonably remote place, so nobody had found it for a while. Oh. Yeah. George. That's so sad. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh. Oh, yeah. He was trying to tell her. Yeah, where his body was. Yeah, because in a lake isn't something your two young kids are now going to know how to spell. No. Because she didn't know where he was at all. I mean, he's not like a, yeah, like. So she wouldn't have moved it. Like the mom. Well, no. I mean, who's she trying to impress? Her three-year-old son? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Plus, like, it's just, just, yeah, since she didn't know. Oh, no. So here's another one. What'd you do? Oh, no. Did you fall on the cord? I did. Oh, man. See, this is something you guys are going to have to deal with. (sighs) Bias microphones. All right. So, (laughs) next one. The dog's face. Uh, This comes from Michelle. Castillo Fernandez on Facebook as quoted in a BuzzFeed article, but, but before you leave me, this is a real person, so it's fine. Oh. I know BuzzFeed is not always reliable, but these were just more real people sending their stories like on Reddit. Oh, okay. So yeah, uh, quoted from uh, Michelle, my brother's friend played with one at his house and all hell broke loose. Their family would see pennies and marbles being thrown down the hallway. One day his mom was doing yard work and saw a dog. And when she called to the dog, she said that it suddenly had an old man's face. Ew. Things got so awful, they had to call a priest to do an emergency exorcism. To this day, they still see black shadow figures follow them. Ew. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. Yeah, it's pretty nasty. The face <laughs> thing creeped me out. That is, I Ugh. don't know what I would do in that situation. I'd be like, I mean, I probably still want to pet the dog. <laughs> I don't think I would. I'd be like, get that old man's face off you. (laughs) Put that away. (laughs) Who told you to do that? Ew. Yeah, that is weird. Like, hmm. Both of my feet are asleep. Like, all of my body is, too. (laughs) Including just, like, my spirit. Yeah. (laughs) If if I die and someone contacts me on Ouija board, I'm just going to, like, wake up and be like, going back to bed. That's That's why I'm going to move the planchette and be like, you guys, it's 3 a.m., who do you think you are? Like, <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, I still sleep out here, up here. I'm always is. asleep. Yeah. Like, fuck, it's Heaven tiring Heaven for being me a is ghost. always being asleep. Stop calling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so here's the next one. Uh, Goliath. This was an interesting one, in my opinion. A band called the Mars Volta, who I actually like. I used to listen to them in high school. Oh, I've never uh, heard of them. Yeah, they're, they're kind of, they're definitely alternative rock for sure. They're very, like, unique. I like them. Okay. Um, they wrote their album Bedlam and Goliath 2008 based on their experiences with a Ouija board. According to their story written for them by author Jeremy Robert Johnson, um, here's a quote from that, Rodriguez Lopez bought a Ouija board dubbed the Soothsayer for singer Cedric Bixler Zavala while in Jerusalem. Through it, the group connected to metaphysical voices, which became a collective force called Goliath, and told of a love-slash-lust-slash-murder triangle. Those always go together. Yeah, they seem to. Between a man, a woman, and the woman's mother. Gross. Yeah, Absolutely not. Yeah, that's really weird. No. I'm glad our mom doesn't try to steal my boyfriends. But, yeah. Ew. Yeah, that'd be hard for her since my boyfriends are gay, but... Uh. It would be difficult. <laughs> she doesn't try to steal mine, though, either, because yeah. she just doesn't want any. Yeah, 
Yeah, she's good. <laughs> she's good for that. Well, I'll never have to write an album about this. But then, uh, strange <laughs> events allegedly related to this activity occurred during the recording of the album. The studio flooded. One of the album's main engineers had a nervous breakdown. Equipment began to malfunction, and Cedric Bixler Zavala's the the singer, yeah. his foot was injured. Uh, but threats had also begun uh, had also begun to come from the board. Okay. And following these bad experiences, the band buried the Ouija board. Mm-hmm. But bad luck continued with strange power outages without explanations, and even disappearing drum tracks. According to the band, as written by Johnson again, the continued turmoil in quotes almost made Rodriguez Lopez, a tireless creative force, give up. Well, then they shouldn't have done it. Yeah, he was sick of this shit. <laughs> I mean, it's a cool way to write a, a album. Like, they might have just made this up to, like, promote the album. Right, yeah. but I kind of, like, I mean, if you're going to do that, you could make up something more interesting than a foot injury, right? Like, yeah, and, so like, it seems real a disappearing me. drum track. Like, yeah, okay. exactly. Like, they'd probably be more like, things flew across the room, because that's yeah. everyone's favorite stamp. And I bled out of my eyeballs. That'd be badass. And then Joe's head exploded. <laughs> but he got better. That's why his head looks so unexploded right now on the He's album cover. Fine. We took the picture before it exploded. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the next one, Grandfather's Name. And this is uh, Owen24 from Ohio, wrote into Reader's Digest with his own story. Quoted from the article, Owen started playing with Ouija boards when he was a child, and he has continued to experience paranormal phenomena ever since. Quote from him, My grandfather on my dad's side died before I was born, he starts. He and my dad were estranged, so my dad never spoke of him or had pictures of him around. One day, Owen began seeing and talking to a person he called Michael. Unbeknownst to him, Michael was his grandfather's name. And quotes again, Finally, my parents sat me down and showed me a picture of a man that I had never seen and asked me if I knew who it was. I told them it was Michael and that he was right there with us right then. Yikes. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I like these stories from tiny kids, because it makes me think maybe, like, maybe reincarnation spirit worlds are real, because, like, little kids, I mean, unless their parents dictate to them, they're not usually, like, they're not well-spoken about it. Yeah. Usually in these accounts, so it doesn't sound dictated. I don't like the idea of having dead um, relatives standing around watching me. I don't like that part. (laughs) I'm hoping that they, like, at least leave the room, like when I got jerk it or something <laughs> like Ew. yeah or something I'm hoping they leave the room when I pee as well which I just do everywhere mm-hmm. so it's the room yeah <laughs> the I'm bathroom. hoping they leave <laughs> yeah yeah like hoping. when you're in the bathroom and stuff yeah like if they're gonna be hanging out in the house just like staring at you like weirdos then they could at least just like turn around when you're changing yeah exactly yeah. yeah so next one and this is more of a historical thing about it so, Alistair Crowley. Who we're supposedly related, related to. to. Yeah, we might be. That's, hmm. Descendants of. Yeah, we might be. Yeah. yeah. On my grandma's side somewhere. But yeah, I don't know. I, I don't want to claim it that hard, but. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of cool. It's interesting. It's interesting. Anyway. Yeah. So, Alistair Crowley had great admiration for the use of the Ouija board. And in a letter to uh, one of his most ardent students, he stated of the Ouija board that, quote, There is, however, a good way of using this instrument to get what you want, and that is to perform the whole operation in a consecrated circle so that undesirable aliens cannot interfere with it, as opposed to the desirable aliens. Only sexy aliens. Only sexy aliens allowed. Uh, Allowed. (laughs) We come in skimpy clothing. Like, I don't know. (laughs) Uh, 
You should then employ the proper magical invocation in order to get into your circle just the one spirit you want. It is comparatively easy to do this. A few simple instructions are all that is necessary, and I shall be pleased to give these free of charge to anyone who cares to apply. That's nice. So he was super Thanks, into that. Thanks, Alistair. Yeah, sweet. And one last one. Uh, missing footage. Um, this is quoted from Andrew Ivy Lies Creelman, uh, Facebook. Um, I believe they wrote into either BuzzFeed or Reader's Digest as well. Okay. And quote, My husband and I were in the Navy together in 2011. There were security cameras in every corner of our building, with one computer holding all the footage. One night, we sat down right in view of a camera to play with a board. After 30 minutes and getting a few questions answered, we went to see if there was any activity happening around us on the cameras. Like, they were probably trying to get this on film. Yeah. The footage showed us sitting down with the board, and then the 30 minutes of use were completely gone. The next image was us removing our hands from the planchette and getting up to leave. No other camera in the building had lost any footage for that time period. So somebody just Just didn't want them to see it. Yeah, weird, eh? I don't like it. That's so weird. Yeah, so there are a few cool ones. And there's tons out there. If you guys, like, ever, like, want to look it up, you should. Because it's actually pretty, pretty fun. If ghosties can, like, stand around and stare at you while you're doing stuff, and no matter what you're doing, then yeah. they shouldn't turn they shouldn't... off the camera so you can't stare at them. Right? And it was only that one camera in the whole building. None of the others had lost footage. Yeah. For that chunk of time. So some jerk turned it off. Yeah, just there. They're like, <laughs> mm, I'm shy. Yeah, I'm shy. Like a shy ghosty. That's okay. Shy ghosty. It's like Aww. the Napsta bloke of Ouija boards. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Yeah, you do. You played Undertale with me. It's it's the shy ghost with oh, the tears. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. Right. Un- Undertale. I saw an Undertale picture the other day. That's because we're nerds. That was yesterday. <laughs> Where did I mean, you it come is a across day. the wild roaming Undertale picture? I was googling. Undertale by ghost no. <laughs> pictures. Oh, okay, that's really. Oh no, wait, funny. I was googling ghost gifts. Aww. And then there's one like of, um, Sans and Papyrus dancing. That's and they're I was skeletons. Like, that's not ghosts. Yeah. I know. I didn't use it because it wasn't what I was looking for. Yeah, but. that doesn't fit the criteria. When we do skeleton stories, we'll we'll find that again and pick, yeah, put that up. But yeah, so there's right. our creepy Ouija board stories. I like Ouija board stories. I do, too, because they're way better than the movies. The movies about Ouija boards, like, the fictional movies, obviously, are always, like, kind of boring and predictable. Yeah. It's like, it's a demon. Mm, loud oh, thing happened in house. It's always a demon. I know, and, like, it always ends up being some weird satanic thing in the house. I'm like, oh, my gosh. I could predict the entire plot, like, right now, and I'm already bored. I know. I like this. I know. they like, oh, I think I'm going to contact my dead boyfriend. And then demon I'm in high guns. school. Yeah. Oh, it's a demon, and he wants to kill everybody. Yeah. And, and now doors slam. Kill some and people. And bloody figure is seen. <laughs> yeah. Bloody figure A. <laughs> like, uh, like, oh, we figured it out. You have to burn the Ouija board. Yeah. Could have probably done that at the beginning of the movie. A satanic witch lived in this house. That's why. Like, uh, it's, it's always, always that. It's always that. It's never something interesting like the boyfriend. It's never actually the boyfriend who's like. Which would have been neat. I actually wanted to kill you before I died, but I forgot. So <laughs> there could be this whole entanglement thing. That'd yeah, be so really, he's like, like relationship but thanks based. for bringing me back with the Ouija board so now I can finish the job. Yeah, like, you could go based on that I'm secretly premise. a serial killer. <gasps> yeah. See, that would be good if oh, you're, like... Oh, if you unraveled stuff about your boyfriend based on what yeah, he like was answering. Yeah, like, if your boyfriend or your husband or something or one died, of his victims. And you're like, I want to contact him. And then 
he like then you start like getting maimed. Yeah. And it turns out he was a serial killer and you were supposed to be the last one, but he died too soon before he got to kill you. And now he wants to do it. Yeah, like that'd be way better. <laughs> See, like filmmakers, we just gave you an entire movie. You're welcome. You're welcome. This is a plot. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, and then please like stop yeah. doing satanic witch. That's not even really a thing. And like, like you said, with the victims, the victims could start talking to, to her and saying and warning. It, yeah. But like she thinks that something they're all cryptic. coming after her. Yeah. And that her boyfriend's in trouble, but really yeah. they're like coming to warn her because her yeah. boyfriend is evil. It's just out of context. Their statements sound ominous, so she thinks they're threats. But it's like literally like get out. Yeah. Or something. Okay. Yeah. Copyright. Yeah, okay, patented. (laughs) Copyright to scared siblings. We have a movie to write now. Yeah, but we're not telling you the ending because I don't know it yet. I don't either. Also, if I actually ever make a Ouija board movie, which would be a great cash grab, I want it to be good. And it's ours now. It's It's our baby. It's a (laughs) tender little cat that we raised together from birth. All right, so. Okay, so I did Superstitions, and it was also a request from a different listener. I believe it was Hex. Oh, sweet. Um, Thanks, Hex. Yeah, yeah, they're a patron, patron. Yeah, patron. they're one of our patrons. Yeah. Okay, so uh, the first one I looked up was Macbeth, the Macbeth superstition, because we said that we were going to do that. Yeah, we did talk about doing that one. Yeah, it's interesting. So uh, basically, the Macbeth like production was kind of cursed, and so the history of everything that happened was. Uh, there was the first performance that was in, like, the 1600s, right? Yeah. Um, Shakespeare wrote it. The boy cast as Lady Macbeth fell ill and died right before going on stage. Yikes. And since there was no one else to play the role, Shakespeare had to go on himself, and he totally <laughs> bombed it. Yeah, no kidding. So he wasn't good. Um, he was a writer, not an he actor. He was a writer, not an actor. Yeah. Uh, King James I almost drowned sailing back to Scotland from Denmark with his new wife, and he blamed the evil spells of witches for conjuring the storm that they almost died in. That's what I usually do. <laughs> yeah. Me too. Whenever we get snow, Oh, it's I'm always like, oh, evil witches. witches. Yeah. <laughs> it's sorcerers. never anything else. <laughs> Vampiric sorcerers or <laughs> yeah. evil witches. It's one or the other. It's always evil wizards. Yeah. Uh, so he assume. ordered a witch hunt in the, ho- in the town <sighs> of North Berwick. Oh, no. And he wrote a treatise on witchcraft to inspire the persecution of witches. Oh, no. And then he became the king of England in 1603, (sighs) and his new subjects wanted to appease him. Um, So, like, a bunch of people were starting to, like, write stuff about witches because they were like, oh, he believes in witches. And we should write about witches. Yeah, witches. He wants validation. or whatever. Yeah. Validation. (laughs) Validation. (laughs) um, So so that's why Shakespeare wrote Macbeth in 1606. Oh. And he wrote it with direct references to James' misfortune at sea. Mm Mm-hmm. And he actually researched the weird sisters in depth, and he um, and James was so disgusted by the bloody action in the play, he forbade it from being performed. Well, James, this is what you did to people. Yeah. Well, and Shakespeare was you like, "Oh, this will make him happy." I'm referencing him almost drowning. I'm writing about witches. Yeah. Like it's all just good stuff. And then James is like, "No." Mm-mm. It's too violent. Too Whereas he was bloody. fine with starting a fucking witch hunt against real people. I know. That's insane. Okay, James. Fuck you. Whatever. So apparently the role of Lady Macbeth was the most risky pl- role to play. Well, hers is the scariest, yeah. Hers is the scariest and also the people that play it. Yeah. We're so always in trouble. So yeah. actresses were actually chased out of theaters because the audience thought they were real killers because it would be so realistic, as realistic as you could imagine a play was. That's really In the funny. 1600s. Oh, my gosh. And after. Um, one actress actually fell 15 feet off the stage during the sleepwalk scene. Ooh. And in 1926, a minor actor wanted to show his range. 
of acting. And yeah. um, he actually strangled an actress. <laughs> Yeah. Don't show your range on someone else's body. I know. Like, if you're going to do something, like, do it your, He's do your like, own stuff. I can do this really well. Look how realistic I can Ugh. make it by making it real. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That poor actress. So in the 20th century, um, an 1849 performance was so realistic, the audience broke into a riot and more than 30 people died. Ooh. In 1937, Yikes. Laurence Olivier played the title role, and a weight above the stage came untied and crashed down within inches of him. Yikes. And the use of real swords during one fight scene caused a tip to break off, fly into the crowd, and give a man a heart attack. Oh. And I don't know how it gave him a heart attack. I tried looking that up because I was like... It was probably a tense scene. Maybe he had the high maybe. blood pressure. Yeah. And he's like, ah, oh, that tip's coming right for me. <laughs> he dies like, of a heart attack before he gets stabbed. Poor guy. Yikes. In 1942, uh, the King Duncan and two witches died, and one of the witches died right on stage. Oh. Yeah. What? Um, Charlton Heston played the lead in 1953, and he suffered severe burns to his legs. They later discovered that his tights had been mysteriously soaked in kerosene. What? Yeah. <gasps> Poor Charlton. Whoa. I know. Who, Who had something against this guy? Like, <laughs> I, know. I don't know. I don't know much about him. In the 1960s, a touring company in Cape Town, South Africa, was unloading scenery from a crane when a passerby uh, asked about, like, what show they were putting on, right? Yeah. The stagehand replied, Macbeth, oh, instead of saying... The Scottish the play. The Scottish play. A spear fell from the packaging and ran through the passerby. Yeah. Oh, no. Stabbed them. What? Yeah. Okay, that's such a weird coincidence, yeah. That would be... Yeah, that's I mean, fucked. That'd be startling, I think. These people should. I've been saying a lot of the f word. This I don't know why. That's all right. It's just that kind of day, I guess. But um, <laughs> yeah, no, that's. They should probably stop using real sharp things. I, I think. Yeah. I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you don't need real spears on a stage. No, we know what you mean. Yeah, no one's you can gonna zoom in and be like, "That sure isn't metal." I came here for blood. <laughs> <laughs> The audience boos. Yeah. Real spear. Real spear. Like, <laughs> no, it's fine. The show's good without it. Uh, in 1988, an 82-year-old singing coach fell to his death from the top balcony of the Metropolitan Opera during the intermission of a Verity opera, which was based on Macbeth. Yikes. And they were like, is this suicide or is it the curse? So they didn't know if he jumped off the balcony or not? It seems I like mean, a weird... it appeared that he did. I mean, he's 82, though. But they were like, maybe it's also the curse. Yeah, Yeah. 82. I mean... And this is a weird way to do it. You're probably going to die soon anyway. I don't... Yeah. Seems rather drastic, but okay. Plus, it's during the opera, like, off a stage. Like, you don't know if you're going to die or, like, take someone out with you if you land on them. Like, I don't know. It just seems like a weird thing, way to do it. It is weird. Huh. Okay. Okay. Weird. Macbeth is weird. Macbeth is weird. Oh, and I looked it up because, like, last um, episode – well, I didn't look it up. I just accidentally stumbled across it while I was doing this. <laughs> yeah, you would. But uh, that thing that your teacher made you do. Yeah, the, the salt and the circles yeah, and Yeah, so the, all of that is what they make you do. And you have to, like, knock and ask to come back in and everything except yep. for the salt. She but made she us do everything. She just added the salt. Yeah, I had to knock and be an Because I was like, yeah. oh, this is normal, the turning around three times mm-hmm, and the stuff. Knocking. But the salt thing was not <laughs> – no, that was just her added, like, throwing salt over your shoulder is a yeah, good one, right? Like, so she's I'm really scared. scared, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> she was really scared. She yeah. was nervous. Um, so here we go. So here's some others other than Macbeth. So Yay. in Korea, 
throwing fingernail clippings onto the street is bad luck. It's also gross. It's also gross. Yeah. <laughs> Mice will eat them at night, and then they'll take on your form and steal your soul. Well, I mean, who is throwing their fingernail clippings out onto the street? Exactly. I mean, logically, Garbage. you know that the mice are going to eat them, take on your form, and steal your soul. Yeah. It's the only way these things can go. Yeah, no, that's the unreasonable part of doing that, is what <laughs> I was getting at. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's nothing else weird about doing that. <laughs> it's really just the whole soul-stealing thing. <laughs> God. I mean, that is kind of creepy, I will say. There's another, like fingernail one that i know about from japan too but like yeah keep going that's because fingernails are gross stop throwing them all over the place it's yeah yucky. yeah they must have like a significant issue in various countries like yeah, yeah. i don't know oh well, they have an issue with it they're probably just like There's people's probably... fingernails are all over the goddamn place <laughs> back in the day yeah they were probably like okay this is getting bad yeah okay so yeah another one until the late 1800s hangings used the short drop method which was they made like criminals step off a ladder with a noose around their neck. Oh. It was just a short drop, right? Yeah. Um, so this is like the walking under the ladder superstition. Oh. So later when drop gallows were used, they still used the ladders to climb to the scaffold. Oh. So they believe the souls of executed prisoners stayed around under the ladder, which is why you're not supposed to walk under ladders. Right. Oh, that makes sense. Also, ancient Egyptians believed a ladder perched against the wall created a sacred triangle, and walking beneath it disrupted spiritual energies. Huh. And early Christians avoided them due to depictions of a ladder propped up against the Holy Cross, and they believed that the devil lurked at the bottom of them. Why? And I don't know. What's he doing there? Get out of there, He just hangs out. Get out of there, Satan. What you doing? Go away. He's like, I'm just resting. He's like, I needed a break. I felt, I felt like secure under the space. You know, <laughs> it's kind of boxed in. I'm Satan's a cat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, in France, convicts are made to walk under a ladder when they're being led to the gallows. Ooh. It's considered a, the doomed man's final unlucky act. Being hanged is unlucky. That's also it's unlucky. pretty bad. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> a lot of this shit seems unlucky already. But, yeah, um, but at least yeah. we know where that came from because I yeah. knew about the ladder thing, but I never knew why. Yeah. I think it's bad luck because it could fall on you. Yeah. And I just think that might be the biggest thing, but, you know. I mean, that would make sense, but it's cool it's got, like, all this history surrounding it. Yeah. So in Greece, running with scissors. <laughs> um, <laughs> what? You what? don't say. <laughs> I know, it seems like um, that's probably just more like a common sense thing. It's probably just bad to do, yeah. But in Greece, Who if a pair of scissors is left gaping on the table, the it means that the Archangel Michael's mouth is open, ready to take the soul of some member of the family. What? Yeah, like he's going to eat the soul of somebody. Michael? And he's an Archangel. I didn't know that about I him. I didn't know he was bad. Huh, that's I mean, a... I mean, he isn't. But yeah. I think this was just, like, a reasonable thing that, pe- like, people thought that his habit of doing this was reasonable. Maybe, yeah. I didn't know this about him. That's a fun fact. Me either. Michael. What? Michael. <laughs> What's going Cut on? Cut it out. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Michael and Satan. You too. Well, it's, all, it's always <laughs> angels. I don't know. There's a lot of really interesting, like, mm. horrific stuff, like, about traditional depictions of angels. That'd be a cool one to do sometime. It would. All right. Okay. So in Turkey, chewing gum is okay in the morning and afternoon. But if you're chewing gum at night, you are chewing the flesh of the dead. What? Yeah. I didn't know I they sold know that why. at 7-Eleven. I hate that. Uh, 
<laughs> oh, I like to think of that, like, at the gum store, which is a thing, that, like, they... Um, the gum store? Yeah, that, like, after, like, 6 p.m., they're like, okay, time to take out the gum and replace it with our special product. Yeah, that's... And so if you get it... Nice. Flesh of the dead. <laughs> yeah. It's a very special product. They worked hard on it. It yeah. was the long game. They're like, this is... This People is will like this better than gum at night. <laughs> it's more soothing. <laughs> The manager is just, like, a strange, strange person. Like, (laughs) all the employees are just like, oh, it's that time again. Oh, God. These boxes always drip. (laughs) 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 Uh, Okay, so another one from Korea. Sleeping in a closed room with an electric fan over your head or on your bedside table, you will die in your sleep. Oh. Some say it's because of suffocation, and some say it's because of hypothermia. There's obviously no evidence that you will die... Well, in a I mean, closed room with an electric fan. Unless it maybe, like, falls on you. That could be bad. I guess it depends on I the think, type of fan yeah. you're using, yeah. Yeah. So the ancient Romans, uh, breaking a mirror. Oh, so here's where that comes from. So mirrors could steal a part of the soul of the person looking into them. And if you break them and your reflection is distorted, your soul is corrupted as well. Right. And they believe there's a seven-year time limit because they believe that the soul could be renewed in seven years. Oh. So your soul will be corrupted for seven years until it was renewed. Hmm. Uh, your reflection was considered your magical likeness. Victorian parents feared exposing their infants to mirrors, believing that they could trap their reflection and stunt their growth or kill them by imprisoning their innocent souls. Huh. Uh, okay. And Jewish families cover mirrors after the death of a loved one to not risk the, their departed soul wandering into the reflection and getting lost on its way to eternity. Oh. Yeah. Huh. What's with mirrors? I don't I don't know. Oh, remember Oculus? That was scary. You guys should watch oh, that. Oh, that was good. Yeah. Okay, so knocking on wood. Yeah. Pagan Europeans, mm-hmm. they thought that evil spirits lived in wood and they would wait around to hear about your good day and then try to ruin it. So knocking <laughs> on wood would chase them away. <laughs> yeah. I love that. So I guess it's when you're like, Oh, hopefully this happens, knock on wood. Oh. It's so that you chase evil spirits away so that they don't prevent the good thing from happening. That's cool. That's weird. I do still. <laughs> act- I actually do that one. I didn't know where it came from, but it's funny that that's yeah. the one that I cling to considering our ancestors were pagan Europeans. But <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, that is strange. Mm-hmm. Okay, so in medieval Europe, they believed tiny de- demons lived between the leaves of lettuce, sprouts, and cabbage. They lurked in there waiting... Um, to enter the body of people who ate it. Ate Sounds the like lettuce. It's just like worms. Yeah. <laughs> so they would often uh, cut crosses into sprouts and cabbages before cooking them. Oh. Yeah. So here's the spilling sp- salt superstition. Spilling salt. That's like salt. a really, that's a tongue twister. <laughs> not uh, really. Spilling there's... salt superstition? I guess Okay. Not. I, well, hmm. if you have it all. Whatever. Say it ten times fast. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Uh, In the European Middle Ages, people left a line of salt outside the doors, believing witches would be compelled to count every grain before entering their houses. Right. I thought that was a thing for, like, like gremlins or something. Or not gremlins, but... Trolls or... I forget what it was. It's, like, in a lot of things. Yeah. Where, like, you're supposed to just throw it and they'll count it. But in the European Middle Ages, it was witches. Okay. Uh, also, Leonardo da Vinci's painting of The Last Summer, Supper shows Judas knocking over the salt, which is a harbinger of his betrayal. Oh. To uncross yourself, you must toss a pinch over your left shoulder, blinding the demon waiting behind you. I do remember it being the left shoulder. Yeah. 
I don't know why. There was a Macbeth demon behind me. Like, yeah. <laughs> what? Just she really did get her wires crossed. Yeah. Um, like sneezing. You did to me as a child. Yeah. <laughs> I did not do that. No, I don't it was remember pepper. it at all. <laughs> it was pepper. All right. Okay, so sneezing. You know how people like are like, bless you. Yeah, bless you. Otherwise, yeah. it's unlucky. Yeah. So and kind of rude. Romans yeah. used to say, "Jupiter preserve you." <laughs> oh, neat. Um, Egyptians, Greeks, and Romans believed. Your soul lived in the form of, like, believe people's souls lived in the form of their breath. Which makes sense. And that a sneeze could expel the soul from the body. Oh, so it just get ejected out there. Yeah. And in the plague years in Europe, sneezing was a grave omen. So that that's where the term nothing to sneeze at came at. Oh. It came from. Came oh, cool. Okay. Came oh. at. I know. <laughs> Andrea's sleepy. I'm running out Closer of to steam. Closer to the mic, too. All right. You can um, do this. So rule of three. Death hunts three at a time. If you receive news of the death of a loved one, you might hear news of two more deaths. Oh. That's a belief. That's um, shitty. There's also the third matchstick light. It's very weird, but it was probably popular after the two great wars. Oh. Three people should not light their cigarettes with just one match because the third person would soon die. What? The third person to you, like if you shared a match. To- Maybe like it just got so low that the third person just got like a bit of a burn on his finger. On their finger. And he's like, okay, this is cursed. And this I hate is this. bad luck. Like this fire keeps burning me. <laughs> I Why am that. I always the third one? Yeah. They're like, well, you're And on. then he committed suicide because he hated it. And oh. This is what happened. Well, that's actually tragic. You just turned this joke I know. It, like I south. Like, it I just, can make things dark. It just flipped. Real fast. Yeah, all right. Okay, so So then there's birds in death. An owl hooting right over your head at night or witnessing six crows would mean death, both of those things. Do you have to see the six crows at once or just like in general? Because I've seen like probably six at least. Yeah, I think I don't think it's throughout your life. I think it's probably at once. (laughs) Okay, And maybe if it's like, maybe it has to be exactly six, not seven, not five. Weird. So then here's a couple stories. So in northern India in 1929, two brothers became gravely ill. They both believed that their illness was caused by the deceased wife of one of the brothers. So oh. to get rid of the vengeful spirit, they sent for the family priest and begged him for his help. Why was she vengeful? What did he do to his wife? <laughs> oh, any number of things, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I'm the priest fair. recommended that the brothers sacrifice ghosts. Ghosts. <laughs> You'll be okay. I uh, brought pat, pat, pat. Uh, they sacrificed goats to the goddess Kali. The brothers, priest, and four goats went into the jungle to fulfill the sacrifice. Goat ghosts. Goat ghosts. <laughs> the brothers waited, but their sickness didn't go away. Uh, frustrated and angry, the brothers called for the priest again. This time they took the priest and his assistant out to the jungle and beat them to death oh. as their own gruesome sacrifice to Kali. The bodies were thrown into a well, and the brothers were arrested and found guilty of murder. Okay, no wonder this person's wife was pissed. Yeah, I mean, they're like obviously crazy. Yeah, they're not very nice people. All right. All right, so cholera outbreaks were frightening. That's Just so you know. Yeah. (laughs) That's it, the end. Oh, I know. I was there. (laughs) It's pretty bad. So over half of those who got cholera in southern Italy in the early 1900s would die from it. The people of Calabria... Calabria? Calabria, yeah. Uh, Italy, in 1911, were told to take sanitary measures to prevent the disease, but the epidemic grew worse, and soon there were people who claimed that the cleanly measures were the actual cause of the disease. I feel like that's not correct. So being too clean is the cause. I feel like they're wrong about that. They may be incorrect. So lashing out against the new measures, the mayor and his family were murdered. Oh. 
Yeah. A bulk of the population went into the mountains where they lived side by side with their livestock, which is always recommended for good, healthy life. Oh, no. Those who remained behind drove out the Red Cross. So the Red Cross came to help, and they're like, no, get out. What? Uh, Yeah. Uh, Troops had to be sent in to settle the population and get them to accept the new measures to stop the spread of cholera. So that was a superstition that got a lot of people fucked up. Yeah. I don't know, like, why would you think that, like, washing your hands causes disease? Like, yeah, it's going to get worse because, like, there's still some people back then who were gross. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's, there's not much you can do about it. So here's another one. Female serial killers are rare in history, but when these women acted out, they always did it in a big way. That's a okay. good statement, right? When these women acted out. When they acted out. These uppity serial killers. <laughs> uppity like, uh, in yikes. 1895, newspapers across the world reported on two of these deadly women. Okay. Uh, she lived in Catania, Sicily, and believed her own two children died from the curse of witchcraft. So this is one of them. This is one of them, yeah. yeah. Um, did I say two? Yes. Oops. It's okay. You're allowed. Uh, so she started lashing out at everyone Oof. and began to systematically poison other people's <gasps> children. No. I know. Um, yeah, not good. She Aww. mixed a poison with wine and gave it to them, causing them to suffer through an agonizing death. Oh, my goodness. Her name was Gaetana Stimoli. Yeah. And she was arrested and charged with the murder of 23 children. What on yeah. earth? So her own two children died, obviously, and she thought it was witchcraft, and yeah. And she thought like this was the way to get back at the witches. Like she figured, yeah, it was she was at just least lashing out. Kids I think she's just parents. lashing out. She's just angry. Oh, yeah, that's terrifying. Uh, okay, and then a strange tale hit the newspapers in 1911. <laughs> Many did. <laughs> 1911 had some really it funny was a headlines. Crazy year. Yeah, there's some fun ones like yeah. the way they wrote newspapers oh, back I then. Know. 1911. They I feel like artsy. I've said that a lot on this podcast. We do. This is like 1911 is the year shit happened. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, weird, hey? So Mary Ann Feeney of County Mayo, Ireland. Right. County Mayonnaise is yeah. what that's short for. I, I figured. I was like, is it Mayo <laughs> or Mayo? Like, I, I don't know. know. Uh, she went to the police, and while holding a statue of the Virgin Mary, she declared that she had killed a witch. That's not good. No, because uh, usually they aren't witches. Uh, usually. <laughs> so usually you just killed an innocent person. I mean, even if someone does a little, like, crystal work, they probably don't deserve a brutal murder. No. <laughs> An investigation into the case revealed that Feeney beat the other woman with Oof. both the statue and a door bolt. Yikes. Police found the beaten woman alive, but her injuries oh. were severe, and she died shortly afterward from shock and blood loss. Oh, this poor woman. Numerous witnesses saw Feeney after the attack. One retold that Feeney, while holding the statue, said to him, I have the old witch killed. I got power from the Blessed Virgin to kill her. She came to me at 3 o'clock yesterday and told me to kill her or I would be plagued with rats and mice. You know what? I could deal with rats it's and mice. the end of the world. I know. I was like, <laughs> like mice are cute and rats are cute. Yeah. They're I mean, all kind of cute. I mean. They're all pretty cute. Like, I know like the wild thingies. ones have diseases, but then you don't have to suffer that long anyway. I just feel like yeah. if there's going to be multiple mice and multiple rats, it sounds like this was going to be a long-term thing. Yeah. So they probably weren't the diseased ones. No, probably not. They're probably the cute fancy rats. I caught some rats They're and kept cute. them in a gerbil cage. Oh. Because they are not rats, mice. Uh, mice, yeah. They were in say. my old place. And yeah, like I, I used one of those traps that just sort of like you put food in it and then they go in and then 
Yeah. It's like a lever and it closes the door behind them. Right. Yeah. Um, and then I, I obviously checked it several times a day to make yeah. sure that no mouse was caught Starving in there. But in I there. kept yeah. catching them. So I bought oh. a gerbil cage because I was like, well, I don't want to just like toss them outside because they'll just come right back in. Well, it's cold in here. Yeah. It was cold. You have to wait. It was January or, so, or December yeah. or something. I remember you saying them free when it was warmer, so. It was, yeah. And we set them free, like, in a field far away. Yeah, which is probably where they came from. I don't know. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, maybe. Field mouse. But it was like, actually yeah. pretty far from our place, so. But it was a good place for them. I yeah. Think. They were I mean, cute. they're wild. So. I named them after myself and my boyfriend and our friends. <laughs> okay. Because that's what you do. It's normal. Listeners, you probably shouldn't do that because when I was doing my research for our last episode, which you should listen to, the parasitic stuff, um, there are some airborne things that you can get around rats and Oh, mice. yeah. Hantavirus. So, uh, well, that's, that's why I was nervous. There's a few. But that's yeah. why I wanted to catch them too because I kept having to clean up their poop from yeah. under the sink, right? Yeah, they're in your house. And I didn't want to poison them. And in the end, we ended up having to poison them. Oh, no. Not the ones that I caught, obviously, but... Yeah. Um, it actually stopped the activity, like hearing the mice in the walls. It stopped that for like a month or two, and then it started up again, and they started pooping under the sink again. <laughs> the mice in the walls. Yeah, that's hmm. where they lived. That's bad. That <laughs> place should probably have done something about that. I, they did. We finally told our landlord, and he's like, oh, and he sent over an exterminator. Oh. But I was like, I don't want them exterminated. I just I want know. them caught and moved elsewhere. I wish that more organizations, like, like extermination organizations did that. Like, they just, like, mass caught them and, like, repaired a little spot or something. Or did, like, something scent-related that drove them away. Yeah. Like, or just found a way to mass catch them. Because you yeah. can't on your own, obviously. I've seen TV could. shows that were fictional <laughs> where <laughs> exterminators actually just, like, caught rats and then... And then removed them from the area and, like... Yeah, and I don't know where they put repaired them. Repaired some shit or something yeah. so they wouldn't get in. Yeah. Yeah, like, I just... I wish there was less m- murder... <laughs> I know in these mouse murders. Oh, I, I felt bad when we had to murder the uh, cockroaches that were in my childhood home for a bit. Oh, see, I don't remember that. No, you you'd moved out. Oh, okay. We opened my choir book. Mm-hmm. We brought it up from the basement, so I was good practice with my choir book. Mom oh, no. opens it. Oh no! Out spills three Ew. huge roaches scuttling, and ah, oh, it was so bad. And one climbed up her leg in the shower. <gasps> Yeah, she what? was like, I felt a tickle. Look down, there was. I yeah, never saw a cockroach. No, because one of our relatives after brought some furniture that he didn't know was infested <gasps> oh, and I had remember. us store it in our basement. Was that Daniel, Uncle Daniel? That was our uncle. Yeah, one oh, of them. I'll change it. Yeah, one of them. Uh, that was a relative. That was one of our uncles. Yeah. And okay, I remember the <laughs> furniture though, but they must just not have like um, multiplied enough and spread out throughout the house for no, me to notice it. I didn't find them very often. It was poor mom being mm-hmm. terrorized by when these beasts. When I was beasts. there, like throughout, because I was, yeah, I mean, I was eight when we moved into that house. Yeah. And then I left when I was 17. Yeah, they were And between there those first. years, for that entire time, we had like an ant problem. Yeah, we did have that. Yeah. But never, I never saw cockroaches. I actually never saw a centipede, but I saw they were in the basement. there were spiders. One crawled on my toe. See, you're getting <sighs> extra horror. I know that this is just I'm the worst thing you've ever heard right on now. this podcast. You're all just like, oh man, forget all that murder. This is <laughs> this is the pits. I can't do this. <sighs> Take a step back. It was like, horrible. You horrible could do experience. some self-care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be bad. So, I don't want them on me either. No. I'm generally magnanimous towards insects. I will actually work to get them outside no matter how scary they are. Yeah, but, um, me too, but I just... They're scary. Yeah. At that centipede, I had to put up with so much. I know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so that's that. And so you guys... Email us at twoscaredsiblings at gmail.com. 
Yeah, and we are Two Scared Siblings everywhere else except on Twitter where we're at Two Scared Sibs. Because yeah. Twitter has a, a character limit. Twitter is anti-intellectual. <laughs> Pass it on. But um, yeah. And my personal Twitter handle is Andrea Noel 3 Mine is uh, at Toy Carousels. Yep. And so you can follow us. Yeah, you should. Yeah. Do it. Oh, and our Patreon is patreon.com slash two scared siblings. Yeah, if you want to donate, even like a dollar a month, like if everyone who listened to us like pledged like a dollar, that would, we would pay like Andrea's electric bill. So <laughs> like that'd be good. That would pay that'd for be nice. our microphones, which is That's our first goal, yeah. Our first goal. You can yeah. also make a one time donation to my coffee, which is through my uh Twitter. It's also Toy Carousel. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. All right, so do that. Send us your weird bug stories and also your relevant yeah. stories to this episode. Yay. Yeah, do that. Okay. And now's the part. Where we speak which you. Which you've all been waiting kiss, for. Kiss, kiss, kiss. Yes. Are you ready? Are you ready? You have to do more than that, Andrea. Oh. Uh, that was me. <laughs> okay. Sleep well. Bye.